Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ridge, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and as always, it is such a pleasure to be here with you all today. So today, as I record this episode, I am sitting in my brand new home, and it's so exciting to be here. In the course of a week, I managed to find a stunning place in Sydney and then move into it. And this place is not only stunning, it's also in a location that once upon a time I thought was really out of my reach. And what is interesting is that that thought was when I was a lawyer. And now here I am working and making my money through life coaching and through business And I am able to afford this incredible lifestyle and home. Now, this place is so gorgeous. It has views of Sydney Harbour. I am a two-minute walk from a beautiful walk along the harbour that in the second, no, the first lockdown, I said to my partner, I wish that we could come here for more walks. And now here I am living in that exact place. It is so beautiful. I can see the Sydney Harbour Bridge. I can see the Opera House and I can see the Sydney Harbour from my office and my sunroom. It's so, so beautiful. And I have been enjoying uh, creating like a piece of art my home. I've been purchasing new furniture that I love. I've been bringing all of the pieces that I have accumulated throughout my travels and over the years into my home. So everything in here is something that I love and it meets all the important values that I hold for any home that I live in. And I'm creating this luxurious, uh, sacred sanctuary for myself. And I'm so excited to be able to bring my family and loved ones and friends to this beautiful space. And I am really looking forward to holding some gatherings here as well. So my friends, that is what is happening in my life at the moment. And I'm really celebrating all that it's taken to bring me to this moment because I created this for myself. I created it through not compromising on anything that is important to me. I'm doing work that I love. I have complete freedom in terms of what I do with my time and my day as a business owner and as a human who is willing not to compromise on what is important to me. In this season of my life, I am focused on creating a beautiful home and setting some roots. And I love that I have been able to give myself that experience just after having the experience of traveling the world and living in Airbnbs and enjoying being unrooted in terms of a physical location. And so I want to remind you all of what our mission here is. It's to create a life that is beautiful. And what does that mean? To create a life that you love, that you enjoy, and that you are inspired by. And when I say you, that is very intentional. Not one that I love, one that you love. And we each have to do that for ourselves. So that is our mission here. And so first of all, we need to be in embodiment of that. And then secondly, providing support and spaces for all of our clients to create and embody that for themselves. 
Now, for those of you who haven't seen over on Instagram, I've been uh, sharing stories uh, of my new space and I've also been sharing daily videos with everybody as part of a 30-day being seen on Instagram stories challenge. This is something that I'm running for all of our validated members, which by the way, if you're ready to validate a signature offer for your business to 10K and have my support for an entire year, you can sign up and join us today at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash validated. And as part of that, this month, we're doing this challenge to help everybody use the energy of the community to show up and be visible and get momentum speaking front facing to the camera on Instagram stories every day over 30 days. And I'm having so much fun and I've been sharing prompts. And what started as something to support our validated members has now extended to the rest of our clients and also to the rest of our community. So you can tag me at Letitia Ringe over on stories and then join in. Start today from day one. We have a highlight under my Instagram stories with all of the videos I've done so far and the prompts there. So you can go and check those out or just share something of service and of value or to connect with your community. And um, and you will see benefits from doing that. So many benefits directly to your business and also for you personally in terms of your confidence and ease in showing up and being Okay, my friends. So there we have it. Life update, celebration. I will share more details later on this beautiful topic. For now, let's talk about the topic of today's podcast, which is five boundaries to implement in your business today. Now, I'm not going to go deep into why boundaries matter in this episode today as a concept, because I've already dealt with that topic in a previous episode, which I will link in the show notes to today's episode. But as a little summary and introductory, what I want you to know is that these five boundaries I'm going to share with you today are really five practical boundaries that are often overlooked by business owners and coaches in their business and will make a really significant impact on the ease, alignment, and flow you experience as a business owner. So I'm really excited to share these five boundaries today and know that it is so important for you to have clear boundaries in your business. This is important for you as the business owner and your relationship with yourself, because otherwise, if you are crossing all of your own boundaries, which are really just your needs, what you need to thrive, then you're going to get resentful towards your business, regardless of what stage in business you're in right now. We all need checkpoints in relation to our boundaries. So if you are constantly stepping over your own boundaries because you don't know what they are or you're not communicating them or you're not respecting them with your relationship with yourself, you're going to get mad. You're going to get resentful. You're going to start hating your business. And rather than throwing the business out and saying something's wrong with the business, what you want to do is check in and ask, where am I violating my own boundaries? And then boundaries are also important for every other relationship in your business, your relationship with your clients, your relationship with your team, your relationship with social media, your relationship with your communities, every relationship that we are in, there must be boundaries so that you can communicate what your boundaries are and have them respected 
through that awareness by the people around you. Now, of course, people will cross your boundaries, but if you tell them what your boundary is, you communicate that and you even give them some uh, explanation as to why that's important to you, you will find more people will honor your boundaries. Ultimately, if someone chooses not to honor a boundary that you set, that is their loss, not yours, because it's kind of like they're fighting with something that isn't going to change. Like you can't change what is really important in order for you to show up and do the work that you're doing. So you want to think of yourself here. It's time to get selfish. It's time to really talk about what it is you need to thrive as a business owner. And so as I go through the five suggestions I have to implement in your business today in terms of boundaries, know that I am sharing these with you in support of that intention and mission. Know that the boundaries that you set in all of your relationships only support your relationships to go deeper. Everything needs structure and support in order to drop in deeper and be held. That is how we create safety for us as humans with minds. It's through support and structures. And that's what boundaries are in all of our relationships. So boundaries are really important to every relationship that you have in your business, including the relationship with yourself. And the more that you honor your boundaries and communicate them, the more you'll have people, including yourself, supporting those boundaries. That will mean also that you will experience deeper self-trust, deeper confidence, deeper connection, deeper intimacy. And all of this allows for a really thriving foundation for your business. It will allow you to feel safe enough to keep opening up and allowing more into your business, whether that's more team members, more clients, more wealth, more opportunity, more exposure that happens through being held by something. And that something are the boundaries that you implement. And the doesn't matter what the boundary actually is. In most cases, you just need them to be in support of you so that you can show up and do your job and also be the human that you're here to be. So Today, we're going to talk about five practical boundaries that you may have overlooked that will make a huge difference and you can implement them in your business today. The first is make sure that you separate your personal emails from your business emails. I know this sounds like a really small topic, but I'm willing to bet that many of you do not have this separation in your business. And what happens when we have one email account where we're receiving all of our emails for our business and all of our personal emails is that we then have no separation in our mind and therefore no boundaries. Every time you go into your inbox, you could be contacted by a team member, a client, a community member, a business expense, like That would be like working for someone else and having all of your work emails amongst your personal emails. Like we just wouldn't do that. It's it's not sustainable. You you won't keep it up for long. You're going to feel like your uh, work is 
imposing on every aspect of your life. And that's exactly the same with our business. So we want to create healthy boundaries here by having a space where we can go when we're working on the business. We want to have a space that we can go when we're looking at for emails that have nothing to do with our business. And we want to maintain this healthy separation so that we can be in communication with the people in our life, both personally and in terms of business, intentionally and consciously. Now, I know that there's an argument that why do we need to separate anything? Well, when you're providing a service to someone, when you're giving to someone, there needs to be boundaries around that. Otherwise, and especially within the area of coaching and personal development, we have a tendency to overgive, to be overly available. And that is a recipe for burnout. It's a recipe for stress, worry, and anxiety. Because what email is, is people communicating when with you when it suits them. And that's a great thing because that means you can communicate with other people when it suits you too. But what some people tend to think when it comes to emails is that I'm always available and therefore whenever I receive an email, I'm meant to have an immediate response to that email. No, you want to make sure that you have got your emails separated so that you can go in intentionally at the times that you are sitting down to do your work for the day and then otherwise not have it coming through you into your personal email, which you might dive into to make a order for something. Maybe it's dinner, maybe it's your groceries, maybe you're seeing a funny email that your mum sent you. And now you've just been alerted to an email from a client or an email about an expense or a, um, a notification from one of your social media platforms from your team. Like, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it could be anything. And whether you think that you're super disciplined or not, when you look at your inbox, you're seeing what's there. And that's going to trigger your brain into thinking about business, which is only going to have you working, even though you may not be wanting to work at that time. So a practical suggestion is to treat yourself and your time with respect by separating your personal emails from your business emails. And you do that by having two separate accounts, one for personal and one for business. Now you can even go further and think about this in terms of what's going to happen in the future. And by that, I mean, think about your email and how you want to set that up for when you have a team as well. And some of you are already in this situation where you do have a team. So you want to think about what emails are going into your business email and then what is everything else that shouldn't be going into that account? And should that be going into your personal account or maybe you'll have another email for your business email, which is just something for you as the CEO, like private emails that only go to you. And maybe you then want to have three emails. It doesn't matter what the system actually is. All that matters is you want to have different spaces to go in when you're going in to do that particular work. And you could even make separate uh, inboxes for your personal matters as well. You might have a separate email for all of your urgent slash important emails like expenses and things that you do more regularly. And then you might have one for all of your mailing lists that you're on, for instance, or one for all of the courses that you're undertaking. You can divide it in whatever way you want. You can also use things like folders and labels and tags for that. 
All that is important is that you have a separate place to go in and see emails about your business versus emails about other areas of your life. That's really, really important. So that's the simple, practical first boundary that you can implement. And to take this deeper, it's important for you to be aware that this is a boundary that you have so that you can honor and respect it and communicate it. In other words, if you don't know that that's your boundary and then you start sending emails from your personal email to one of your potential clients, that person is only going to respond to the action you've taken. In other words, they're going to reply to you to your personal email and then suddenly you might start to feel consciously or unconsciously a little annoyed that you're being contacted in your personal email. It might feel like there's no separation between your personal life and your business. And it's because you didn't communicate your boundary. And we do that through taking steps that don't align with the boundary that we have. So you might actually have a boundary, but then not honor it yourself. And then therefore the people around you just respond to that. So you can always set it right by simply communicating your boundary. If that's you, you can say, hey, I'm moving all communication over to this email. So from now on, uh, communicate me with me there. And then you have to honor that boundary. Otherwise, no one else will. So I think that's a really good practical example of this whole concept around boundaries. Now, the second boundary you want to implement in your business today is to also have separate places that you communicate with different groups of people within your business. So for instance, you might communicate primarily with your community at large, i.e. people who are not on your team and who are not your clients on your email. And then you might have a different platform in place where you communicate with your clients. And then you might have another separate place and platform that you communicate with your team. I am personally a really big fan of this because it means that I can go in and intentionally when I want to communicate with my clients or communicate with my team or communicate with my community, I go into the appropriate platform and place to do that without being notified about everything else that's going on in my business. This allows me to have so much more control over what I'm doing each day rather than being reactive to what is coming my way because Everybody in my team, everybody in my uh, client base, everybody in my community are going to contact me when it suits them. And that's a great thing. I want them to do that. And I need to be able to communicate intentionally and in priority at the time that I intend to do that. So then I get to be proactive rather than reactive in my business. So having these separate places is excellent. Personally, I use email to communicate with my community. I use Telegram to communicate with my clients and I use Voxer to communicate with my team. I also use Asana and that works really, really well because they each have different purposes and the frequency with which and the time with which and the amount of time with which I spend on each of these platforms is very intentional, which brings me to my third boundary, which is to get really intentional with how often 
You check in on these different platforms. So for instance, I know that I need to check in at the start of my day and at the end of the day in the places where I'm communicating with my team. I do not check in at the middle of the day. I don't check in outside of the hours that I'm working for that day. I I check in at the start of my working day. I check in at the end of my working day. That is enough. I check in on my email, on my social media platforms at very intentional times that I have decided ahead of time. That way, again, I'm using each platform intentionally and in a way that I have planned rather than being reactive. This means that my time is mine. It's not taken over because I received an email or I received a message or I received something else that wasn't on my agenda for the day. It means that I'm able to prioritize in a really intentional and conscious way, which gives me the control in my business, which I want to have because I don't want to be flip-flopping all about as a result of whatever's coming my way. That's when you start to feel burned out and stressed. And it also, when we do that, we think that everything coming our way is urgent. And like I always love to tell my clients, I have built this business on the premise that nothing is urgent. It isn't. There is literally nothing that could be so urgent that I need to see it right now. I need to be interrupted in whatever it is I'm doing in order to hear this piece of news. It's just not the case. And when you stop responding to your life, not only your business, but your life in that way, your life and reality will reflect that. You do not need to be on such high alert. None of us do. And so the boundaries I have implemented around the way I run my business really reflect that the way we communicate with each other reflects that we respect each other's time and allow each other to communicate in the way and at the time that's right to them. This means that I'm never holding grudges against someone for communicating with me because I don't feel a pressure to respond immediately. I respond when I intended to do so. And it also means that we can set up structures so that, for instance, amongst my team, we use Voxer for anything that's urgent for the day, and then we use Asana for everything else. That allows us not to be concerned that, oh my gosh, have I missed something over here amongst all of the notifications I have? We have clear boundaries around how we use each space, and that makes it work for everyone. It's a form of communication in and of itself, the boundaries that we've put around the spaces. Now, the fourth boundary is to also decide ahead of time how long you want to spend on various platforms. And in particular, I'm thinking about social media. Social media has no boundaries. You could literally spend forever on it, consuming everything there, connecting with everyone there. You could spend your whole day doing that. And new business owners do tend to find that this is a little bit of a problem for them because at first it's really fun, but then it's like, when am I going to get the the work done? So I recommend deciding ahead of time how long you're going to spend on these platforms. And that might also extend to your email, to where you communicate with your clients and also to where you communicate with your team. Decide ahead of time how long you want to spend in these places. For me on social media, I spend anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes per day. That is it. I go in and do what I need to do and then I get out and I don't 
constantly check it. I'm not going in and out all day. I'm only going in at the times that I have decided to check. So that means for me, my relationship with social media is a really healthy one. I've never felt resentful to Instagram because I have to be on there all the time. I've never, 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 never had that problem. And it's because I've always had really clear boundaries. I also know that social media serves a specific purpose for my business. And so I use it with that purpose in mind. I don't get lost in social media. I go in there to share my content and to connect with my community. But I know that the connections that I'm making on Instagram have a certain priority in my business. And there are other things that I need to be doing. And I've only got a certain amount of time that I can spend. So the way that I use my time is super intentional based on the priorities that I have as the CEO of my business. And to be honest, my friends, being the CEO of your business and stepping into that role is the number one thing that I'm supporting my clients to do. I didn't actually realize that that was what I was doing until quite recently when a number of my clients said, yeah, you've really helped us to be the CEO of our business. And I think that's something that there's just such an uphill uh, learning trajectory when it comes to running a business. There's so much that we learn through the journey and when we're like on the job that we don't get told about. And it's, there's just so much to get our heads around. And so Know that if that's you and you're thinking there are so many things I don't know, like I haven't thought about any of these things, just know that there really isn't anything to or anywhere to go that's going to tell you all of the things you need to know about running your business. It's literally impossible and that's why there's so much support on business. So uh, implement these little tips today and then allow yourself the gift of grace as you go about learning and implementing um, the the other things that you're going to learn along your business journey too. Okay, the final boundary that I have for you today is to also put boundaries around the start and end of your working day. Do not wake up and the first thing you do is check your business emails or check your business social media or check anything to do with your business. Wake up and do something for you as the human in your life. Meditate, uh, go for a walk, um, do something, anything for yourself. Have a shower, have a bath. I don't know. Just do something for yourself before you dive into working on your business for the day. And do the same at the end of your day. Make sure you do something for yourself before you go to sleep. If possible, have certain times that you work on your business or at just it doesn't have to be a specific time that you work every day. Of course, we don't need to do that. I've almost never done that. Uh, what it is, is just making sure that you've got a clear start and end to your day that is just for you. And the reason for that is otherwise, again, you're in this cycle where it's like your business is super urgent. Everything's happening is super urgent and you're likely to be in a state of anxiety and stress as a result of that. It also means that the first thing you think about is going to be your business because you're going to sleep the night before working on your business. And it just means that, again, you don't have any mental separation because you're constantly thinking about it and that's going into your subconscious. And so it's like your mind is ticking on the topic of business, even when you're not working on it. No, make sure you've got boundaries around the start and end of your day so that your business is something you're doing throughout your day and not 
as you wake up or right before you go to sleep. And that's going to help you to have separation and feel like you've got a life. And again, there's nothing in your business that is really that urgent. Our mind makes everything so urgent and important. And that is the exact thing that stops us from holding more wealth, opportunity, clients, responsibility, all of the growth and expansion that we desire in our business. So boundaries are going to be what constrains you so that you can open up to receiving more in your business and you're welcome. (laughs) All right, my beautiful friends, that's it for today. Now go ahead, implement any of these five boundaries that you haven't already implemented and let me know what your thoughts are on each of these. What did you miss or what have you already implemented and how has it helped you? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram stories at Letitia Ringe, and I'll see you in our next episode. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letitiaringe.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.